Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get that done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this third edition of the 1853 podcast of the 2019-20 school year, we'll preview the Great Lectures. That's a special pregame event that will be held before this year's home football games. We'll also hear from alumna Natalie Curtis. She has a new installation and an art project right here in Monmouth. And Sports Information Director Dan Nolan will preview this weekend's football home opener at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. Before you attend Mama's home football games this year, be sure to swing by the Hughes Library and attend one of the installments of the Great Lectures series. The series features a talk by a Mammoth faculty member on the morning of each home football game. This year, the talks will be held in the Barnes Electronic Classroom, which is on the lower level of the Hughes Library. The library, of course, is located directly south of April Zorn Memorial Stadium. Most of the talks will be held at 11 a.m., with the exception of the lecture before homecoming on October 19, and that will be presented at 11.30 in the morning. The Great Lecture Series is organized and coordinated by political science professor Andre Audette, Andre says each great lecture is a great way to learn something new, as well as learn what makes Monmouth professors great teachers. We are hosting our second annual uh, Great Lecture Series. It's a pregame talk designed to expose people to different disciplines on campus, see some of the great teaching and learning that goes on at Monmouth College campus. So your chance to check out uh, what it's like to take a class in the Communication Studies Department, in the English Department, in the Theater Department, lots of different uh departments that you may not have taken a class in in college. Uh, it's open to the public so everyone can come see what's going on in our classes here at Monmouth College. This year's great lectures will cover the topics of communication studies, English, art, DNA, and theater. Well, we've got a great lineup this year. Uh, a lot of um, professors that uh, have great reputation on campus here. So we have Trudy Peterson from the Communication Studies Department uh, talking about interpersonal relationships. We have now Dean Mark Wilhart and last year's uh, Hatch Teaching Award winner uh, talking about the whole of Scottish literature in just under an hour. Should be great. Um, very thematic and set on the Fighting Scots on um, a good record for that day. We've got Janice Wunderlich from the art department uh, talking about ceramics and a little bit of the history of ceramics and what we can learn from that. James Godey from the biology department talking about the wonder of DNA. And then to wrap things up, we've got Vanessa Campagna from the theater department uh, talking about a current um, something going on in the theater world with Hamilton and history has its eyes on you, the different social functions of theater. Andre says the Great Lecture Series is a wonderful way for folks to discover one of the reasons why students say it's great to be a Scot. 
I think it came first from a recognition that we have a lot of great teachers on the Monmouth College campus, um, and so our students are really lucky. Um, but not everyone gets a chance to take a theater class or a communication studies class. Um, and so this is an opportunity for everyone to see some of the great work that's being done on the college campus. and. Um, just sort of celebrate uh, all the different things that make us a great liberal arts institution. The Great Lecture Series is also a reminder that academic programs and athletics complement and support one another at Monmouth. Yeah, no, it's important to keep in mind that um, shortly after these events, we have a field full of student athletes that are taking the field. And they are student athletes, so they are going to be taking classes from these professors. Um, so before we hit the football field, we can see what they're doing uh, most of the week um, in the classroom. And Andre says that the great lectures have been scheduled to accommodate the season. Um, for most of our games, it'll be at 11 a.m. Um, we do have one uh, different week, and that is homecoming week on October 19th, when it'll be at 11.30. Otherwise, feel free to join us 11 a.m. in the Barnes Electronic Classroom in the Hughes Library. That's political science professor Andre Audette talking about the Great Lecture Series. The first one will be at 11 o'clock this Saturday morning, two hours before kickoff of the Monmouth Wheaton football game. The Great Lecture Series will be held in the Barnes Electronic Classroom and light refreshments will be served. To read more about the Great Lectures and for the schedule of them, go to the news section of the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu news. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. 2018 Monmouth College graduate Natalie Curtis has been busy creating art, as well as evangelizing a little bit about it as well. Since June, Natalie has been serving as the inaugural artist-in-residence at the Buchanan Center for the Arts, which is located down on the Monmouth Public Square. On September 10, Natalie will give a talk at the Buchanan Center for the Arts about her latest installation at the Arts Center. It's featured quite prominently along with the pieces in the 38th Annual Security Savings Bank Photography Show. Natalie's talk will be at 6 o'clock in the evening on Tuesday, September 10. I caught up with Natalie during the reception for the Security Savings Bank Photography Show. That reception was on August 30. Natalie says her installation, which is called Unframed Direction, has more than one meaning. I have a little bit of double meaning on the... The title. The title is Unframed Direction. Um, visually, I have a lot of empty frames, and I know that I, the frames don't necessarily lend to the word unframed, but the fact that they're empty and the fact that I had to unframe everything that was in them to make them be empty is kind of where I was going with the unframed idea. And then again, visually, with the idea of direction, they're all moving you across the space um, in the diagonal, and then the different singular frames that are hanging are serve as viewfinders and they can be different viewpoint with a different sense of direction on the pieces that are hanging and then the other meaning is less practical and it it's kind of based on my experience here and my time working as an artist since college um, I feel like I'm working in an unframed direction I'm not really sure what I'm doing um, but does anybody I guess and then uh, but I'm moving forward and I'm continuing in this direction and I'm sticking with the art and so I kind of have this idea of the art moving me along in a direction that's a little unsure but 
that's that's kind of what the uh, the idea of the title was and the piece in general. For unframed direction, Natalie used some ordinary items to create what's an extraordinary installation. So obviously there's a lot of yarn um, in the picture frames, but the materials within the picture frames are all art objects that I came in contact with either daily or weekly working here at the Buchanan Center. They're all from the Buchanan Center um, and things that I worked with either teaching classes or painting the mural or things that I just came across um, daily just kind of like I said working here day to day so they're, they're all parts of the journey that I've had in my time here at the Buchanan Center. I wanted to use colorful and everyday objects because colorful is engaging and everyday objects are relatable. So viewers kind of have a connection to it because they're things they've seen before, things they've used before, and the colors just make it more fun. And Natalie explains that unframed direction, which is several feet tall and long, started rather small and then it took shape as it progressed. Uh, I have a very rough, as you'd say, like on a napkin kind of sketch, but I didn't make any of official ground plan for how it was going to go although I did make a sketch of the ceiling and the, where the uh, ceiling tiles cross so that I could have an idea of how and where I could hang everything otherwise the idea was a little bit less planned um, I liked the idea of hanging something not on the walls partially because there's the photography showing show going on at the same time but also because I like the idea of having art not on the walls um, and, and bringing it into your space and making you have to walk around it or walk through it or just being in your personal space and not up away from you on the wall so that's kind of where I started is was hanging things um, and then from there I was limited by weight um, and just kind of physically what I could handle in the space and hanging from the ceiling tiles, they know that there's little weight restrictions. So I was working with materials that I could easily handle that were lightweight, and that's where I came up with the uh, empty frames and the yarn. As Natalie mentioned, she's working on a mural on the wall of the Buchanan Center for the Arts that borders an alley between it and the Warren County Library. Natalie says the mural has been a true community project. The mural's going really well. Um, we have a lot of progress and a lot of volunteers, which is awesome. Um, good and bad, I've gotten to the point where I'm working beyond what I can reach on a ladder, so it's great because progress, and uh, it's unfortunate because it limits the amount of people I can have helping me. I can really only work on the lift at this point, and I can only have one other person with me on the lift. But as far as progress, it's really getting there, um, starting to come together and very excited about it. One of the mural's features that make it a true community work of art is that area residents have been invited to leave a mark on it in a very special way. The handprints are a hit in the community because anybody any age can help and participate, have little baby feet even for little hands that were too little to put a handprint. Um, and. There's more space for more hands, so I'd love to see more community members come out and make a handprint. 
That's 2018 Monmouth graduate Natalie Curtis. She's the inaugural artist in residence at the Buchanan Center for the Arts. And at 6 o'clock in the evening on September 10, she'll talk about her latest installation there, as well as her mural that's a work in progress. For more information, head over to the Buchanan Center's website, and their address is bcaarts.org. You're listening to the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. The Monmouth College football team kicks off its 2019 season at 1 o'clock this Saturday afternoon at April Zorn Memorial Stadium. And what a kickoff game it promises to be. Monmouth will welcome Wheaton College, who's ranked number 22 in the NCAA Division III preseason poll. If you can't make it to the stadium on the hillside, you can watch it on MonmouthScots.com. That's your official place on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. The game will also be carried on radio by WRAM. That's 1330 on your AM dial. You can also listen online by pointing your browser to 977WMOI.com. Of course, college teams don't have mottos or slogans anymore. That's so 20th century. These days, college teams have a hashtag, and the 2019 hashtag for the Fighting Scots football team is Find a Way. Football coach Chad Braun's players have big shoes to fill if they're to compete for their third Midwest Conference title in the last five years. And joining us to preview the first game of the 2019 season is Monmouth Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. He's the man behind MonmouthScots.com your official spot on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. As Dan says, Chad Braun doesn't shy away from opening the Scots football seasons against stout opponents. Yeah, you know, the every year uh, Coach Braun seems like he's got ranked opponents on a schedule, and, and this year is no different. We've got number 22 uh, uh, Wheaton at home uh, here this weekend. Uh, then we're at Wartburg, not ranked this year, but getting votes. They're about uh, in the 30 uh, area uh, on the rankings. Uh, and then we've got uh, St. Norbert right after that. And they're ranked 25th, so not an easy schedule to open the season. And, and you look beyond that a little bit, we play Ripon right after St. Norbert, and Ripon was a seven-win uh, season last year. So Coach Braun likes to play those those tough opponents, but he, he readily admits, you know, we could go into our uh, South Division uh, still looking for our first win. But, you know, that's okay because those – Non-divisional games really don't matter. They uh, they don't count in the conference standings. It's what you do within the division. So that's what we're prepping for. One of the keys to Saturday's game is for the Scots to take care of the football on offense and prevent Wheaton from making big plays when the Thunder have the ball. Stan, you know, we, we've got to eliminate the uh, the big plays uh, by uh, by Wheaton. Uh, they, they burned us a, on a couple of plays last year, and, and it kind of snowballed from there. And, and uh, for us, uh, you know, keys for us take care of the football and uh, have those those new skill position guys uh, perform you know we we graduated just about everybody on the skill side uh, on on the offense so that'll be interesting there and then you know defensively uh, we graduated a couple of defensive ends that were just uh, extraordinary uh, Lamar Watson and, and uh, Thomas Lesniewski and uh, and a host of other guys Levi Olivetto for one uh, on that on that D line but we've got a lot of guys back with a lot of experience so uh, it's not starting from scratch by any means, and, and our entire secondary is back. And that was the big question mark last year. 
And, uh, you know, they pass the test of flying colors. So uh, hopefully uh, this year the, uh, the, the new front line and, and the uh, new linebackers will, uh, will do the same. And, and Coach Braun will have them ready to go. That's, that's the one uh, for sure. Dan says there are a couple of important streaks to keep an eye on on Saturday, especially whether a certain pork chop sandwich is successfully delivered. But uh, Coach Braun's 19-1 and at home, uh, so that's great. He, he lost his uh, first game uh, at home five years ago and, and hasn't lost a, a home game since. And then on top of that, uh, Coach Freitag, the offensive line coach, offensive coordinator, and uh, Alan Baterni, the baseball coach who runs the concession stand, have a little thing going. Uh, coach Baterni, uh at halftime, uh, throws a uh, pork chop sandwich to Coach Freitag, and uh, so far we're unbeaten when they complete that pass. Last year was a challenge uh, on on two fronts. We were playing number thirteen Wartburg. And uh, because of some construction issues, we had the concession stand in a different location. So it was a longer throw, unfamiliar surroundings. And Coach Freitag, a former offensive lineman, showed some hands by hauling it in. So, uh, you know, a, a serious and a, and a lighthearted uh, couple of streaks going. As Dan says, in many ways, the first football game on campus is the official start of autumn at college. You know, we, we opened last uh, last uh, weekend with a, a lot of action on campus uh, with the tennis and the volleyball, but football kind of is the unofficial start of, of the fall season, and uh, it's exciting to get that back. And, you know, we uh, we start uh, start about a week later, I think, with the uh, schedule overall, but, uh, you know, we're, we're excited to get going, and a lot of things will be going on. We'll have uh, the dance team. Uh, we'll have Highland dancers at halftime also. Uh, the band is here, the Pipers, and we're expecting a, a good crowd on Saturday. So really excited about uh, getting the the football season going that's mama sports information director dan nolan he's the man behind mamascots.com your official spot on the world wide web for all things fighting scots related don't forget the fighting scots football team kicks off its 2019 season at one o'clock this saturday afternoon against wheaton college that game will be at april zorn memorial stadium and hope to see you at the football stadium on the hillside and remember, you can follow all of Monmouth Athletics on Twitter at MC Fighting Scots. And for all of Monmouth's social media accounts, check out the bottom of the homepage on the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu. And that's going to be a 30 for the third edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2019-20 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.